Hey besties and welcome to the On The Right Track podcast. I'm your host Kayla and I want to first start off by saying I am so grateful you are here. I love you and thank you for being here. In this week's episode we are going to discuss breakups. I'm going to tell you about the breakups I've been through, how they affected me at the time, and what I've learned from them. I feel like so many people go through such juicy breakups and I feel like I never got that experience. I mean, at the time they felt very juicy, but looking back, I'm like, dang, compared to like other people that I know, I have been blessed in relationships and in breakups, kind of. And I I say kind of because really, kind of. I'm trying to think of which relationship was the worst breakup because all three of them, like if we're talking like serious relationship, like boyfriend, girlfriend, not situationship they all kind of had their fair share of like what the fuck moments and like me crying i will say that yeah they're all just horrible in their own way honestly we are going to start with thrifty boy thrifty boy was my first boyfriend if you didn't listen to last week's episode me and him were together um kind of on and off for two years and then for four years consecutively well almost four years and it was it was that cute little young puppy love that everyone thought we were going to be together forever like including us but our lives took a turn not really it took a turn but we were just on different paths and heading in different directions and of course we didn't know those directions at the time but it was just it was kind of complicated I've always heard that girls will mentally break up with a guy five months before they actually break up with someone because you kind of emotionally or like mentally break up with them first and then you like actually go through with it. And at first, I never really believed that. And I've heard that since I was young. I never really believed that until it actually was happening to me. In May of 2018, I kind of okay I guess communication was not a big thing between us when it came to feelings because we always just thought the other person knew how each other was feeling if that makes sense and so in May of 2018 I had just graduated college and I was just debating on like what I wanted to do with my life I didn't really have a direction he wasn't very motivating to me Um, just because he was also kind of going through that same thing. He had dropped out of school and then he had told his boss like what he wanted to do in the future and then his boss ended up firing him. So it was just kind of like both of our lives were at a standstill and I'm not saying that the person that I need to be with needs to be perfect and have their life together but he just never knew what direction he wanted to go to and I was constantly doing work on myself and trying to find what it is that I'm most passionate about, what I see myself doing forever and ever, and things like that. And he was just like, oh yeah, like I'll go look at jobs or whatever. So at the same time, our relationship did not feel like a relationship. It felt like we were more so best friends. We hung out all the time. We never went on like actual dates. And I don't want to like say that we never went on actual dates because we would have like a designated Disney day. And that is always like a date to me, but I don't know. It just didn't feel very romantic. Like he never really held my hand in public and he never really like got me flowers randomly. And I'm very big on the little things like PDA holding hands and like hugging and kissing in public is cute. Um, not like that gross stuff. I remember my first day of high school, I saw this couple like literally making out, like sucking each other's faces. And I was so scared. I went home that night and I asked my mom to homeschool me. She said no. But moving, <laughs> a little side note there, moving forward. I don't know. It just didn't feel like a relationship. And when I had vocalized that and like kind of expressed how I was feeling, it was now him putting in like 3000 times the effort. I don't want to say it wasn't satisfactory for me and all my ladies will know where I'm coming from, but if we had to tell you how to be a boyfriend and how to act like a boyfriend and then you do it right away, like that's not what we want. We want it to come out of nowhere. And I'm not saying that like if he would have like waited a little bit to like start holding my hand and doing all these other things, would I have probably been pissed? Mm, maybe, but it was just more so of the fact that like he started putting in the effort after I had vocalized it. 
I feel like I was obviously pissed about the whole situation in general. We had been in this relationship already for three and a half years and it felt like we had just stopped dating each other. I would do little things for him and he would do little things for me, but it also just felt like it was kind of a friendship thing. Like if he paid for dinner one night, I would pay for dinner the next time. And that to me is kind of like a friendship thing because I do that with my friends now. My parents have been married for 25 years. I think actually really 26 if you count their first wedding. They wanted a big wedding, but surprise, the queen was in my mother's tummy when they had their big wedding. So anyways, my dad has never not given my mom flowers. I want to say he does it. If he doesn't do it like once a week, he does it at least twice a month. And then my mom does little things back like paying for dinner or, you know, just doing little things like even filling up a gas tank. And obviously me and him were not married. We were never married, obviously. But it was just the fact that like looking up to that and then not getting that in return was an annoyance of mine. I was very, very, very pissed about it. And then the fact that he would jump on it immediately. So like for two weeks, it would be like, okay, yeah, like we're in a relationship. This is a romantic relationship. And then it would go right back to normal. No flowers, no hugs, no handholding, like nothing like that. And I, I want to say physical touch is my main love language. I used to think it was words of affirmation, but this new man's got me thinking that it's physical touch. (laughs) I remember we got in this heated argument after Disney one day because I had vocalized that he didn't hold my hand all day, he didn't want to take pictures with me, and all this other stuff, and, like, we weren't there to, like, go see something new, like, we knew the park, like, we could probably be blindfolded and show you where anything and everything is, so I was just really pissed, I was like, how are you gonna do this for two weeks, and then you're not gonna hold my hand when we're at Disney, you're not gonna want to take pictures with me, and all this other stuff, and he's like, well, I don't know how you feel, blah, 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 and, like, we got into, like, this heated argument, no one was home, Nobody heard us, like, because obviously we went back to my parents' house. I was not living alone at the time, but I just remember that we were both heated at each other, and then we took a nap and woke up, and we were fine, but I kept thinking, like, I am an overthinker. It's something that I've been working on, but I just kept thinking about how I have to keep asking him how to provide my happiness for me, or, like, the happiness in a relationship for me. And I was like a pretty confident person in myself and I always knew that I could do it within myself, but like a relationship is completely separate, if that makes sense. I'll do a whole episode on that because I have my theories, my explanations, and my thoughts on all that. So I was pretty confident in myself. The only thing really in this relationship that was stopping me from being perfect was the fact that I was very codependent and he was as well. I had dragged on five months of just trying to pull myself out of this relationship and seeing if things would change. I mentally extracted myself from the relationship and I don't want to say it was like an everyday thing because times that we were together were very, very special. Like we still went to events together. We still did a lot of things together, but the effort that was being put in from him is what I was giving him in return. And when that happens, when, oh man, this is going to make me sound like a bitch, but anytime that happens, and it could be in a friendship too, if someone starts giving me less effort, I'm going to do the same because I'm not going to lose myself, stress out, cry myself to sleep every night because you're now treating me with like 30% instead of 100%. I'm just going to do the same to you. And when you notice, I'm going to bring it up. I don't do that now. I really don't. I genuinely don't do that. I shouldn't say that that's a thing now because I now do vocalize and communicate like, hey, I don't know if you're having a bad day or not, but I do feel like you are not putting in this much effort and I feel like I'm doing that. And if I'm not, please let me know because I will try harder. When I tell you, like kind of dating a mature man, even though he doesn't think he's mature, whatever, is really nice because he communicates very well. And he talks about like how he's feeling, how sometimes he just needs to be alone and isolated. And I'm like, yo, me too. But I just never knew how to communicate that. So learning this five years later from my relationship with Thrifty is crazy. You don't change overnight. You grow over time. 
I felt like that was a little side note. So going back to thrifty, so from May to like October, I was pulling out of this relationship. I was like, I don't know how to break up with this guy. I'm going to stop putting in the efforts and see if he does better if he starts putting in the efforts because I cannot continually baby a boyfriend. A boyfriend is meant to be a boyfriend. You're not meant to be the parent of the boyfriend. And that goes the same if you're a guy and like that there's a girl in this situation or whatever your situation is. So around the end of September, beginning of October, I was like, look, I need to know what's going on. This relationship feels more so like we're best friends and I need to be in a relationship with someone who I see a future with. And right now that isn't what this is. And he's like, you know, me too. I feel like we've just been friends for quite some time and I'm okay with just being friends. So we mutually decided just to be the best friends because we've known each other since we were in the fourth grade. We had dated on and off for two years and then consecutively for four years. And coming out of a long-term relationship, I mean, unless this person was a narcissist, a gaslighter, a manipulator, and just a straight-up piece of shit... I never really foresee reasons why you can't be friends with exes, especially someone who at the time you've known the majority of your life. So things were great. It was a great, mutual, understandable relationship. And although we were both brokenhearted, it was still just the best decision for us, especially since still five months after May 2018, We didn't really have like a solid direction in our lives and it was just very hard to put the pressure on trying to find a career, trying to find just a job in general, debating on going back to school, debating on doing this, that, this, that, and then having a whole relationship with someone who's going through the same exact thing. We just weren't mentally, physically, emotionally strong enough to handle that. So it was just for the best interest and I thought that things were great. I thought, wow, my first breakup, my first boyfriend, my first breakup, that was very smooth. Nothing like you see in the movies until December of 2018. It was December 28th, 2018. And I know that for a fact because it would have been our four year anniversary. And my friend Crystal had come over because she's like, I don't want you to be alone today. Like you just broke up with him two months ago barely two months ago and it would have been your four-year anniversary so I'm gonna come over we're gonna spend the day together and I was like you know what that sounds like a really good idea like I love that for me and I love that for you crystal is literally everybody needs a crystal in their life honestly just don't take my crystal because she's she's the best she's helped me through so much in my life so shout out crystal so this was when Bird Box was coming out because she's like, let's watch Bird Box because we swore that we weren't going to because people were saying it was stupid. And I was like, yeah, let's just put it on for background noise. And so we were watching it. And then all of a sudden I get a text from Taylor and she said, what the fuck is this? And it was a picture. It was a screenshot of his Instagram. And he had posted a picture with a girl and this girl isn't just a normal girl. It is a girl that caused so many or tried. I should say tried to cause so many issues in the beginning of our relationship to the fact where I thought I was going to beat the living fuck out of her and I am not a violent person. This man posted this picture and it was the first of many and the quote was from Lion King and it's when Rafiki says, oh yes, the past can hurt, but from the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. And I was just like, oh hell no, I froze. I froze, I turned to Crystal, and there were tears in my eyes, and she's like, what's wrong? And Crystal is such a loving person, so immediately, like, I could not talk. I felt, like, locked up, and I just tossed my phone back at her, and she was like, what the heck? And I was like, what is going on? I said, what a piece of shit, and I never, ever looked at him like that. I never looked at him as a like a bad person he really is not a bad person like still to this day he's not a bad person but I was just like what the fuck is wrong with him because like we were texting it's not like we broke up and we stopped talking to each other like we were still like messaging back and forth and I was just like what the fuck is this so I decided to just not communicate with him after that because then he posted another picture with her and it was some beauty and the beast caption and It had to do with like beauty or something and I was just like no 
I was like, I'm not doing this. So Crystal thought I would feel better if I went to Target and I've never been so sad walking around a Target. I feel like I was filled with so much anger and hate, not only towards him, but towards the girl because I was like, the girl kind of calmed down when Thrifty had made it apparent that he only wants to be with me and that like she was not a part of any kind of future with him like back in the beginning of our relationships and she ended up becoming very friendly with me but not try to like oh I'm gonna steal your man kind of thing because like I said we dated for almost four years in between the incidents with her and then these pictures but oh my god I was just I remember being so upset I think this is where the heartbreak really came in because I was like this is what it's like in the movies and I never really told my parents like how I was feeling I was just kind of like oh thrifty posted a picture with so and so and my mom was just like what and I was like yeah I was like this was the caption and then with the other one I was like I feel like this is like a stab at me because we had just broken up and so my mom's like I don't know. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. He seems very sweet. And I'm like, you're supposed to be on my side. And then she's like, I'm here for you. Like, whatever you need, I'm here for you. And so uh, New Year's Eve was just a couple days away. And, like, Crystal invited me out. Uh, My friend Angelica had invited me over. And my parents invited me to the New Year's Eve party that they were going to. I was like, no thanks. Like, I'm just going to stay home and be sad and, like, whatever so I basically this is what's really crazy is I that night I took a shower I was laying in bed I was in bed by like 9 30 I wasn't gonna do anything like I didn't care about the fireworks nothing and so I remember I was like all right if there is a god out there if the universe is listening like please let me just wake up and start 2019 on a positive note I don't want to be sad over this anymore the past is in the past like I need to move forward kind of thing and I shit you not, I woke up the next morning and I felt so alive. I was like, fuck boys, like who needs them? Like I don't need them. I was like, I don't need a man in my life right now. Like I need to continue focusing on me and doing what's best for me. So I basically woke up and I felt, even if it was just one of those mental mind games, I felt like a new person and I felt like I was on the right track. But let me tell you, it was not an easy month because I kept wanting to text him about the picture. Like, I just cut off all communication between him and me. I didn't forewarn him. I was just like, I am just not going to respond to him anymore. So after a few days, I think he got the hint that I wasn't going to respond and he stopped texting me. But I just felt like I needed to text him and tell him about how he made me feel and everybody was like no do not do that I was at a dance competition and I was talking to one of the dance teachers and she's like you need to take this and grow from it what can you do what have you learned from this relationship and this breakup that you can apply to your life and I was like that's a really good question and she's like you don't need him in your life obviously he's not meant to be part of your future so you have to kind of take it and learn from it and choose to grow from it. That changed my life because I was like, you're absolutely right. And I told her she was right. I just needed to actually apply that advice. I was thinking of all the things that I've learned from our relationship, things that I really liked, like qualities and traits, and then things that I didn't like. And I made a list of them and I was like, okay, what can I fix within me? Because I I also learned at the time that what you give is usually what you receive. So I was like, what can I learn from these? What can I fix in myself that I will receive in the future down the road? Me thinking that it was going to be a long time down the road, but it really wasn't. From this first relationship, I learned that communication is key. Communication is key always. I feel like it's very important to express to your partner how you're feeling and I also feel that in friendships too so anything that I say in this applies to friendships as well codependency is a thing you have to be okay and you have to be comfortable with doing things alone or else you are never going to be alone and the universe will keep giving you dirt bags and thrifty was not a dirt bag none of my boyfriends were a dirt bag but you do kind of deal with some people that are 
manipulators and narcissistic and things like that. So learning to be okay with being alone is going to help with the fact that you feel lonely. Lonely is an emotion and I always felt lonely. If I wasn't doing something with someone, I felt lonely. So then I decided to do the things that I like doing with people by myself. And I was fucking petrified. Absolutely scared shitless. But I did it and I got through it. And now it's my favorite thing to do. So lonely is just a feeling. You are not your feelings. You have to detach from that. And know that it is okay to be alone. And if you do feel lonely and you need a hug, a dog is your best friend, which is why I have cute little maze girl just sitting right next to me. That is something that I really learned. I learned that I am not lonely, but I am alone. And I'm okay with being alone and doing things alone because you need your me time. You need personal time so that you can learn and grow and just change your life. If you don't have your me time, you are going to literally spiral and fall apart because now you are trying to depend on everybody else around you. And that's something that life will teach you real quick is that you can't always depend on everyone and you can't always do something with everyone. Like it's nice to have a group of friends or like siblings that all live in the same area to go out and have fun. But like at the end of the day, like, If it was just you in your apartment or your room or whatever, are you okay? Do you think you can get through it? And if the answer is no, try doing one thing a day by yourself that scares you. Whether it's literally going to the grocery store, which was my very first thing. I think I went to Target for the first time by myself back in the beginning of 2019. And I was like, wow, I can do this. I I can survive. It's not that scary. It's kind of like doing anything like growing up dancing you have to practice and practice and practice and practice before you can actually do like your final performance or your performance on stage or whatever it's the same thing if you want to get comfortable doing something by yourself you have to practice it over and over and over again and it seems very silly but if you look at it that way it kind of makes it a little bit easier another thing I learned is that you shouldn't have to tell the other person how to act or be in the relationship and if you are you are wasting your energy and your time basically it's okay to like talk about like oh I really like doing things this way or I like this but if you have to continually tell the person how to treat you as a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a friend in general maybe you are wasting your time and fun study and I don't I say fun study but it's really just me finding something if somebody is not meant to be in your life the universe will constantly have them messing up if you're oblivious like me you can recognize the patterns I mean I feel like I started realizing things after I had saw that and I was like oh it's time for me to level up because usually that's what it is if somebody is constantly messing up the universe is like come on you got to drop this person if you want to level up that is something that I started believing in I have found it very accurate because I look at the people that have constantly messed up well not messed up in life but like to me have constantly gotten strikes but never a strikeout if that makes sense and finally when I drop them all the things that happened for me in the positive way I will say that me and Thrifty did get together in February of 2019 and we talked about what happened. He also asked me to be his Valentine to which I said yes but I also let him know that I was going on a date a few days later and it made things very awkward between us and we usually would celebrate our birthdays together and we did for 2019-2020 but did not for last year and obviously not this year so we finally had just drawn the line so but he did apologize for everything and it wasn't like okay yeah like now we can get back together oh my god I love you so much it was more so like okay but you still hurt me and I don't foresee us getting back together we can stay friends but yeah that's that's the end of thrifty now we're gonna move on to car guy because he is my favorite story to tell I can't remember if his nickname is car guy or car man so just bear with me as we talk about him I, I could talk about him all day long because I think that our relationship was 
um it was honestly super great and then just like the friendship that we now have I mean I guess we don't talk all the time but back when we were both I mean I'm still single but I'm dating someone but back when we were both single we just had such an interesting friendship I thought that car guy car man whatever we're calling him was the love of my life our relationship was incredible to the to the point where we were both like I think we found the one and we thought it was fucking wild like it was crazy but I think that he's a Libra so he's automatically he's a double Libra he has a Libra sun and a Libra rising his birthday is also my dad's birthday but I just remember him and I we kind of fell for each other kind of fast and our relationship moved like pretty quickly and I think that it was from the pressure of outside forces. Anyways, I talked about our relationship in my last episode. We're going to get to the breakup because this this one, this one is probably a little juicy. And a little juicy because it, oh my god. Did I spiral? Maybe a little bit. So for context, I had agreed to go on birth control because... Me and car guy, car man, we, we had, yeah, if you can catch the drift. So I was like, yeah, I'll go on birth control. It makes sense, you know, just to be safe, whatever. The only other time I went on birth control was my junior year of high school. And it's because my mom was like, your period is irregular. You need to see like the options you have. And then they brought up birth control and I was like, sure, like I'll just do that. So now as a 21 year old, I was like, I went to the gynecologist and I was like, hi, I'd like to be put on birth control. And it's so funny. I had like my, I call her my other mother, but my other mother, Jen, come with me because I was so scared to go to the gynecologist by myself. And she like sat there and she was laughing at me like the whole time because I was like, I'm so scared. But I went on birth control and I was like, okay, it takes like three months for your body to adjust. I was like, that's going to be great. We're still going to be together in three months. Ha ha ha. Jokes on me. So about a month goes by and I had already felt like weird symptoms from the birth control. Like I just felt like I had a lot of mood swings. I felt like a Sahara desert in my downstairs mixtape if you're catching my drift. And so it made a lot of things just difficult I tried to really not let anything affect me because he was even like, oh, it's probably the birth control, like it's okay. More background context too. I was finally at a job where I loved going to work. I felt very focused on my career. It was very MLM and I am not a part of that now, but I have friends that are doing it and they're succeeding and they're doing great and I'm super fucking proud of them. But this like was my life. This consumed my life and I made it consume my life just because like, there were cuts to hit, there were um, VIP events to qualify for, and I just felt very determined to do all that. Like, this is what was making me money, and I was doing really well with it. I was succeeding. I did have the balance between um, job, relationship, and myself, but according to Carman, I was too focused on my career. So, this is like June, July, around that time summer 2019 and we started dating February of 2019 so our relationship was not that long but it was it got very serious very quick I received a text message from Carman that was like I think I don't know exactly how he said it but basically like he thought he was tripping but this is how he felt and obviously feelings are very valid but at the time I was like bitch what the fuck He was talking about how he needed to focus on his career, how I was too focused on my career, and just, like, sent me this long text about things that people find, like, really attractive in a woman, but he was just like, no, it's too much. Like, I don't know if we need to take a break or if we need to break up. And so, immediately, I was like, oh, cool, I don't need to be on birth control, so I stopped taking it, but, like, we were still together. And then, a week later you know, he was over my house, we were, we were doing the deed, and I was like, oh, I'll go back on birth control, and that is probably the worst decision that I've ever made, because he actually broke up with me, 
(laughs) So I was on birth control. I went off birth control. I went back on birth control and now I'm completely off birth control. And this is another one of those like thrifty situations where we were still talking. We were still friends. It's not like we just like cut each other dry. I was fucking heartbroken and I feel like if I had sought help, I would probably have been diagnosed depressed because of how bad I was feeling and like things that I was thinking and I knew that it was the birth control but still I didn't even want to go to work and I loved my job I loved seeing everybody every day I loved being able to work with my best friends I did not even want to be at work like I felt like I couldn't even stand I couldn't even shower I was just like it was it was bad I mean I did all those things but it just felt like a very very big effort and people kept asking if I was okay and I'm like I'm not really okay but I'm gonna just suck it up and survive I don't know what it is with my exes posting pictures with girls that had issues with me in high school but he had posted a picture with this girl who I feel like low-key just hated my guts and I don't know why I really honestly don't know why like still to this day like I'm sure she hates me for whatever reasons I was never nasty to her I was just dating like thrifty in high school and she wanted to date thrifty like there's a whole fucking story with that but they had posted a picture together and I was like what the heck and it like kind of hurt my feelings because he knew about this person and like things that I went through and experienced kind of with her a little bit so I was like wow this is kind of like hurtful that they're posting it and so I feel like I almost blacked out after that because I was just like, what the freaking heck? Like, why are you doing this? And you know that, like, I'm still upset. Like, I don't even know if I was just heartbroken or whatever it was, but the feelings I had were not very fun. And then just adding this on top of it, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is this happening to me? Like, why is this a thing, like, that keeps happening? And so... I was like, I am going to do the same thing. I'm going to cut off all communication with him. And then um, he had saw something on my Snapchat story and he kind of like texted it to me and said something like not making fun of it, but kind of just being like, I want to say like stabbing at the fact like I had posted on my private story or something that someone had asked me to go watch the sunset and like at the time I was addicted to going to watch the sunset and I was like I said no because I'm sad and then he like texted me he's like oh you're gonna go on a date with that person that asked you to go see the sunset or like something like that and I was like no bitch like mind your business but then we were texting like we were friends we were friendly with each other he actually probably would have saved me from a really bad situation if I would have allowed him but I told him no because we kind of had like this no contact thing like I wasn't gonna hang out with you you weren't gonna hang out with me like we knew this he is too sweet of a guy to be mean of any sorts has he hurt my feelings multiple times probably did I ever think that we were gonna get back together I did and I don't know like I always just think that people are praying praying playing jokes on me like there was this one time he's like do you ever think that I was like the right person wrong time and that maybe like when the time is right we'll get back together and I was like bitch what the fuck like are you okay like are you mentally okay is someone holding you hostage like did someone just ask you or dare you to send me a text like that and what's crazy what's really crazy is that I went and saw a psychic and she literally asked who is carman but used his name and I was like whoa I was like how the freaking heck did you know that and she's like his name came to me she's like you need to keep him in your life and keep him around and I told him that and he's like yeah I don't foresee us ever completely like leaving each other's lives because like we see what each other's doing on social media we'll randomly catch up like I texted him happy birthday and he better freaking text me happy birthday but nothing was ever I mean, other than, like, it was, like, a three-week span where it was just ugliness. It was, like, constantly crying myself to sleep every night. My dad had got me ice cream because he knew that I was sad and that mint chocolate chip ice cream is the key to my happiness. I'm totally joking, but he definitely got me ice cream because he's, like, I know this would cheer you up even if it's just for a little bit. So, shout out, Dad. But... It was just very ugly, like between your body's hormones on birth control just going crazy because you're like, I'm on birth control. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. 
And then just going through a breakup at the same time of someone you thought that was your person is it's devastating. It was heartbreaking. And I am very grateful for that relationship and everything that I've learned from it. I will say I'm going to throw him under the bus. I'm going to throw both of us under the bus. Actually, we did hook up constantly until early 2021. And the only reason we stopped well, I don't want to say the only reason we stopped, but he started seeing someone um, a little bit after that, and so did I. So, but in February, it was it was Valentine's Day of 2021. I was in my hometown, and he's like, "Oh, I'm off from work," and I'm like, "What does that mean?" And he's like, "You know what that means," and I was like, "Okay." And so we um, we decided to meet, and we drove behind a building to you know, you know, do the car stuff you know, if you're catching my drift. And we ended up getting caught by the cops. And we both think that it is, it is the funniest thing that has ever happened to us. Actually, um, this last Valentine's Day, he texted me. He's like, happy anniversary of getting caught by the cops. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, that is still the funniest thing to have ever happened. It was just, it was not even embarrassing. It was just really funny. And I couldn't stop laughing. But a few things I learned from this breakup and relationship in general were building a relationship that is a solid foundation of trust, communication, and friendship is very important. It is kind of crazy to just jump into a relationship after just meeting somebody. That's something that I am currently reminding myself of because I've been dating this guy for I want to say it'll be three months on the 17th I'm really good with dates by the way so tell me your birthday I'll remember it but he doesn't want to rush into like a serious labeled relationship and at first I was like what the heck but like we are building such a solid foundation for us like There is a level of trust between us that is still currently being built because you don't truly actually know a person fully, but the trust is being built. The communication is there because he's really good at communicating and I'm like, wow, like that is inspiring. It's something that I'm going to also take away and use in this like, I don't want to call it a situationship. I'm still going to just call it a relationship. The communication is there and we are... I want to say we're like becoming the best of friends like there's a friendship level there anyways moral of the story is a solid foundation is very important for any relationship another thing I learned is that if you are uncomfortable around people or you feel like you can't be your fullest self then maybe you should reevaluate the situation your energy your soul is not going to go or not going to want to go anywhere where the energy is not wanted if you are a loud and outgoing person such as i and people make you feel very uncomfortable and they kind of like shut you out or shut you up i should say then maybe you should reevaluate the situation luckily with car guy i was not like this but i do feel like there were times in my um first relationship that i could not be my fullest self there was always just some sort of shyness like i not that i didn't feel like i couldn't be loud and obnoxious but his family thrifty's family was not loud and obnoxious like me or mine and car guy's family was not like as loud and obnoxious and i don't want to say obnoxious because there's like a negative uh sense to that word but like our families were very similar like we were loud and outgoing outgoing is a word that I want to say we were loud and outgoing and it just made for fun times all the time and the last thing that I'm going to share that I learned from this relationship is there is no such thing as right person wrong time I believe that it is the right person the right time and the right lessons that come with it I would not be who I am today if it wasn't for our relationship and the things, the qualities that he saw in me that I never saw in myself because I never would have probably reached any sort of potential with those qualities and traits that he saw within me, which I, to this day, am still grateful for. He is a big, and we're talking car guy here, he is a big part of my spiritual journey. He was a big part of just me finally stepping out of my shell and becoming who I'm meant to be and again me and him like we don't 
make the effort to like talk to one another all the time it's just like a random slide up on a story because you posted something funny or it's a happy birthday like we're not I mean I guess we're like considered friends but we're not like oh my god we're besties we talk all the time but it is nice to still kind of have him in my life in a way but I feel like he's always going to be a part of me just because he was a big part of my journey in becoming who I am which I feel like to some people that's going to sound really weird but the fact that I probably wouldn't be like the strong independent person that I am today if I didn't go through that relationship because it really did spark this journey of growth, spiritual growth, self-love, and all those other things. It's not like I owe it all to him, but I do owe him some credit because if it wasn't for him literally just dumping me out of the blue, I probably just would not be who I am today or be where I am today. Let's move on to Jolly Rancher. I had a few people ask me, I can't tell you why his nickname is Jolly Rancher, okay? Just deal with it. Jolly Rancher and I did long distance from December 2021 to July 2022. What? It's December 2022. Yeah, we broke up in like August of 2022. That's so slay, okay? So our relationship was cute, I guess. It was long distance. It was good. It was as good as long distance could get. But when it came time for me moving up here to, uh, you know, move forward in our relationship, um, things kind of took a turn. I felt like I was his roommate. I literally had vocalized that to him because I learned through previous relationships, communication is key. This man is nine years older than I am. You would think there is a maturity side to him to where he'd be like, you know what? Yes, I see that. I'm going to fix it. No, this motherfucker treated me like a roommate. And then anytime I vocalized it, he's like, well, I'm just a miserable person. And I'm like, okay, Mr. Miserable Pants, like, how about you fucking fix that? Like, where is the energy and the vibes that I've got? Like, when you came to visit Florida and I came to visit here. And he would always say, oh, that was me on vacation. Like, I didn't have to stress about anything. And I'm like, okay, well, you need to find balance in your whole schedule now because I did not move up here to be a roommate. Like, we agreed moving up here, we would move forward in our relationship, and right now, we're not doing that. Like, we're moving, like, a thousand feet backwards. And so, he's like, yeah, well, I'm just tired from work. I'm stressed about this. I'm doing school, blah, blah, blah. That's how he talks. I'm just kidding. But I was like, okay, well, as your partner, I am here to listen to you and help you in whichever ways that I can. And him being as independent as I am, like, that, that was just never a thing for him. So, again, moving to the little things that I like. Every time he would come home from work, I feel like I had to, like, beg him to give me a hug or a kiss. And, like, there was just no physical connection between us anymore, which means there was, like, no sexual connection between me and him anymore. And so... I was like, I remember I was upstairs and I started having a panic attack and I never get panic attacks. I mean, I shouldn't say I never get panic attacks, but I haven't gotten them very often. And I just knew that there was something in this situation that I needed not to get out. Like it wasn't a toxic situation, but I just knew that I deserved to be treated better. So after I had a panic attack, I went downstairs and I was like, look, you need to treat me better than what you're treating me like because I feel like I'm just a roommate now. I said, is it really that hard to give me a hug and a kiss or even say hello when you get home from work? Because I would be left in utter silence. Like I would literally be washing the dishes, doing something, and he wouldn't even say hello. Like he would put his stuff away and then go upstairs and then disappear for the day. And then by the time I got home from work, he would be gone already. So you're going to tell me that we're going... 24 48 hours without communication like that's just fucking weird to me so he's like yeah I know like I need to try better no this man did not try he did not try at all literally zero effort zero effort so after another panic attack and this one was fucking 10 times worse I went downstairs and I was like what the fuck do you want to do I said because you are not treating me like a girlfriend I feel like a roommate like this is just fucking stupid and then I was like, I already started looking at apartments. And he's like, yeah, I think that's best. And I was like, okay, cool. So we're just breaking up. And he's like, well, I don't see myself changing and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, good. I hope you're miserable for the rest of your fucking life then. Because you're not doing anything to help yourself. And like somebody is here trying to help you help yourself. And you are just kind of putting them on the back burner. 
I did not tell him to his face that he is going to be miserable for the rest of his life. But I did tell him that he is going to be miserable for the rest of his life if he doesn't do something about it. And he's like, yeah, I know, I'm just stressed. So what the fuck ever with that? Finding an apartment in Chicago was not very easy. Um, Luckily, I got blessed and I have like the cutest fucking apartment ever. It's so cute. It's so Christmassy right now. And so it took a while to move into because when I got my keys, I got my keys on a Wednesday and then I went to Florida Friday. So I was off for a few days, but I was in Florida, aka I could not move my things. And so when I got back, he's like, when are you going to start moving stuff? And I was like, well, I have two days off a week. I said, and I am one person. I'm not hiring a moving company because they start at $600, even if it's just within the city. And that's a lot of fucking money. And he's like, oh, well, I'll help you. This bitch never fucking helped me. Not once. I single-handedly moved everything myself like an independent boss-ass bitch. And so at first, I thought like our situation, because he was letting me live there still, I thought the situation was getting better and that I could kind of, you know, bear it just a little bit longer. But he was just he would switch up his moods so quick and when I say that I mean there were there was like a night he went out with friends and he came back and he told me all about it he was joking around having a good time and I was like cool and then there was like the next day and he's like your dog's a fucking piece of shit blah 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 you know what I mean like the whole issue is Maze and Maze is an angel so the fact that he blamed Maze for a lot of things that were quote wrong just blows my mind like you're blaming it on a fucking dog and not looking in the mirror and like realizing you're the issue but it was just it was just a constant battle and then finally I moved completely out and I've never felt better because why should you be with a man that's going to cause you panic attacks over and over and over and over and over again like the fact that I had five or six in the span of like a week and a half I was like girl you gotta get out of here like you gotta go you gotta you gotta move your feet like and get going because this is not he's not worth it like that is like a shitty person right there and he's not like a shitty person he's just like a shitty boyfriend So really the events leading up to our breakup is what was really ugly because I finally had just had enough and felt very numb from the situation. So when we said that we were breaking up, like I wasn't bothered by it. And something that's really funny is he texted me a couple weeks ago at like 1130 at night and was like, hey, um, have we had sex since we like broken up? And like, have you thought about having sex with me like since then? Jolly Rancher, honey. No, babes. No. Why on God's green earth? Actually, I saw something this morning that was like, why on Harriet Tubman's green earth would you fucking say that? Like, are you mental? Honestly, are you fucking mental? Anyways, I've never been so happy to not have to deal with somebody ever again. Some takeaways from this is the fact that you deserve to be treated how you treat yourself. And I treat myself like I am the queen. Oh, I can't say queen of England. It's too soon. But I treat myself like a fucking queen. Like I spoil myself. I love on myself. I do things for myself because if you want to be treated a certain way, you have to learn to treat yourself that way because then you know who is meant to be in your life or not because people are always going to treat you how you treat yourself. Know your worth. Bestie, know your fucking worth. Know what you deserve and know your worth because nobody, no guy, no girl should treat you any less than that, especially when it comes to a romantic relationship. I get that You can't be 100% all the time, but a relationship is two people, two whole people. So two people who are 100% that can come together and build an empire together, a relationship. And if you don't know your worth and you kind of just let guys treat you or girls treat you however they treat you, like that is, that's setting you up for like ultimate failure when it comes to relationships. Like why are you going to settle for the bare minimum? Less than the bare minimum when someone out there is ready to worship the ground that you literally walk on. And finally, someone who is older than you by many years. And when I say many years, I mean five or more years. And you want to date them because you think they're going to be more mature 
don't. Just don't. I'm sure there's somebody who is a couple years older than you that is much more mature than that older guy that you're thinking about dating. And that might not be the case for everybody, but in my experience, in my fair share of the guys that I talked to after Car Guy and then going into dating Jolly Rancher, just don't. Just don't do it. I am very grateful for God and the universe for blessing me with you know, guys that were not physically abusive, but the emotional damage that some of them caused me has really just turned into emotional strengths and a lot of growth. And I'm very, 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 very fucking grateful for that. I'm very grateful for any situationship that I've been in, the relationships I've been in, and the breakups because I would not be this strong woman that I am today without them. And I think that's something very, very important that everyone needs to know. A breakup is just so that you can have a little breakdown of yourself so that you can start over, not even start over, you can start from experience. Starting from experience is so much better than starting over. And I feel like people who are like, oh my God, now I have to start over, kind of have like a negative outlook on things. And maybe that's not true for everyone, but you don't start over, you start from experience and you get to choose to grow from that and to learn from all that which I think is so fucking beautiful. You can always choose the path of growth and choose the path of learning. And that's something that I've done. And now I get to share with everybody, even if it's not on a podcast, like I'm always talking to people, giving advice. I give some really good fucking advice. So you get to start from experience and that's going to continue to help you grow and grow and grow. And that's going to catapult you forward so many years. It's incredible. So to all my single girlies and my guys out there, continue focusing on you, continue pouring into yourself, finding what you love about yourself the most, do things that you love, do things that scare you, and I am telling you that the universe will put someone in your lap that truly deserves you and knows how to treat you and will treat you with the utmost respect and you will do the same and it's going to be the biggest blessing that you come across. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed my little breakup stories. My next week's episode is going to be 24 things that I learned at 24. And I hope you could kind of take away from that, grow from that. But yeah, thank you for being here. I am so fucking grateful you're here. I love you and I will talk to you next week. Bye.